on this episode of Hit the Deck. The stars align in San Jose. It's always hockey night somewhere. All-Star game is always a lot of fun and, and uh, looking forward to it being back in San Jose. I was kind of surprised that it's back on uh, Saturday night. Plus, Saturday night's all right for, well, a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah, I'll be listening to Van Halen. I'll be watching uh, Wayne Gretzky highlights and wearing my General Lee jersey. And Hit the Deck has its own tournament. No, it's not what you're thinking. Podcast listener Reno Var has a cool tournament going on up in Montreal, yes? Yeah, and the thing that really struck me was the name of the tournament. Which is? Hit the Deck. All this and more coming up on Hit the Deck. And theme. And the home of the Welcome to episode 123 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And you are not mistaken, another week has come and gone, and we are right back in your ear holes once again, coming at you straight and fast and hard and other things that can be interpreted as innuendo without too much imagination. So I'm going to set all that aside and I'm going to jump straight into our starting lineup. So you know who is yammering at you. So for tonight's starting lineup in goal as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And of course, my stalwart co-host at center, number 01, I'm James Sajazi. Oh, you're sticking with that, huh, buddy? Yes, sir. Well, it's a special occasion, so. I suppose. All right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, if you're wondering, listener, James is back in his Dukes of Hazard jersey. So he is, uh, well, you'll find out why. It, it's not. It's not just because he likes it, although he does. You'll find out why he's in that jersey a little later in the show. But for now, just know that he is in his Dukes of Hazard custom jersey, which if you missed uh, the podcast where we talked about it, was a Christmas gift for him this year. From the American Rhino, of course. So From thank somebody. Thank you so very yeah. much. Yes, well. You're too humble, but I do love this jersey very much. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. I would, I, you know, it's much better than you despising the jersey. <laughs> no, the American Rhino knows me too well. He's given me at least three phenomenal custom-made jerseys, and I love each and every one of them. So thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, you're very welcome. And we've been through that already, so I'm not going to go back into <laughs> it. But what I am going to go into is uh, asking you, James, how was your week? Um, it was a week. Thank you for asking. How was yours? I understand you were a little bit under the weather, so I, I want the listener to understand that if James does not sound like his usual sparkling self, it is because he has been uh, valiantly battling the forces of infection and uh, is, uh, you know, soldiering on to provide you, dear listener, with a podcast to listen to. So, you know, just be aware of that. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So excuses are already put out there. But yeah, I had a really nasty cold in the beginning of the week. And at least my voice didn't go away this time. I'm playing hurt, but that's what uh, deck hockey players and hockey players do. And, and I appreciate that. So uh, away we go. But how was your week, my friend? Way to hockey pod up, James. Sure. Um, sure. Hey. I played hockey this past weekend, as you know, I'm always happy to report. And uh, I've got to say, even though last week I said that that burst of energy that mysteriously came went as fast as it came, and that remains true, I have to say I was in goal this weekend and I was I was owning it like I slipped off a little bit just right at the end. But, uh, you know, we played four games and I, I lost the last one in overtime. But like I, I was not to toot my own rhino horn, but um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I was pretty, uh, pretty in the zone there. I, I felt as good as I ever have in net. So, you know, I don't I'm riding a hot streak. I don't know how long it's going to last. You never know with streaks. I am not going to be able to play this weekend because I have family obligations. So the momentum will have slackened off. We'll see the next time I play if. If I am able to maintain that that you know that level of play, but I'm shaking my pen for some reason because apparently shaking my pen is is uh, you know analogous to level of play in my weird twisted brain. I'm going to put that down so you don't hear rattling in the microphone. But so yeah, that is nonsensical rambling, and you know that is what you've come to expect from the American Rhino. Yeah, usually the only rattling people hear is what's going on in my head. So thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. I have to say, in addition to the hockey, which oh, you know what, James, listener, you're not going to be able to see because as we've discussed previously on the podcast, this is not a visual medium; it is an auditory medium. But I'm going to show James something, and uh, maybe he can describe what it is I'm holding up. I have to thank friend of the podcast, Sean, and LIQ goalie, fellow LIQ goalie Sean, for giving me the tip, allowing me to get this. Oh, wow. A gorgeous new blocker. Is that orange and blue? That is a, it's a catching glove, actually. But yes. <laughs> yeah, it, I know my goalie gear. It is. Yeah, it is orange and blue. It is the Edmonton colors. It is actually the last model that they had. It was the only color scheme they had left. It was on clearance. But yeah, it's a nice new CCM glove. Uh, like you know Gorgeous. ice hockey quality it, it is very nice i will have to break it in but it's uh you know thank you sean for the tip i, I did also get a blocker which is a coho and that is blue and white so that uh i think that's the toronto color scheme but yeah again limited options at this point uh i i think for that i, I could have just gotten plain white the, the blocker I'm talking about, I could have gotten plain white or I could have gotten Pittsburgh golden white. So I went with the, just the blue and white. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think I, I done good. So I'm eager to try those out. Yeah, and, uh, good point, too. And, and please don't get any uh, Islander fans upset, especially Brad, because you don't want him shooting at you when he turns into beast mode. But uh, with the with the white and blue, just throw in some red and there you go. You got Rangers and or USA. So yeah. well done. Thank you. And I'm, I mean, the LIQ jersey colors are you know kind of red white and blue so with with a little orange thrown in there for the islanders since we do have islander fans and in fact an islander fan designed the logo so yeah thank you brad so yeah i mean i i think i think it'll go i think it'll it'll work with my gear on some level and i'm happy about that excellent well good luck and looks great thank you speaking of hockey 
as we do on this podcast, since that is pretty much the thrust of the whole thing. There was no Ranger game this week, which I was a little disappointed in because the Rangers have their bye week this week, as I think we discussed or mentioned at least briefly last week on the podcast. So I had no hockey to watch. I watched instead, as I was preparing to set up for this podcast, I was watching the Titan Games, which, if you're not familiar, is The Rock's new American Gladiators style competition show on NBC, where uh, I guess people, I was going to say random people, but they're not random. They've been selected. I'm sure they applied and were selected from a broad pool of applicants, but uh, people come and, and they don't. It's not like American Gladiators in that they don't compete with people. They don't compete against like ringers and uh, they don't even directly. Well, sometimes they directly compete against each other, depending on the game. But there are different types of games and it's all kind of styled or themed loosely on the idea. uh, Since it's the Titan Games, it's kind of the Greek pantheon is the inspiration. So the the. Eliminator, which is what the American Gladiators final course was, the Eliminator analog in this is Mount Olympus and all the the various games that they have, the challenges that that the athletes have to compete in are, you know, Greek God named like inspired names. They're not necessarily directly patterned on the gods themselves, but they're, you know, there is some kind of conceit of 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 the the Greek gods in there. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. It wasn't American Gladiators fun. I miss American Gladiators because that was a great show. But, uh, you know, it was it was I enjoyed it. I, I, I may watch again. I don't know if I'd go out of my way to watch again, but if it's on, I'd watch it. All right. There you go. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's a that is that is a rousing. Yeah. OK. From your American Rhino. Hey, we're. You know, we're honest on this podcast, so just, that's the way it goes. And that's what you tune in here for on Hit the Deck, television reviews. <laughs> yes. Well, you're right, man. I mean, what we were supposed to do, there was hardly any hockey on this week because the All-Star game is coming up, and there was some slim picking, so you gotta do what you gotta do. I suppose. <laughs> There's, there, has, there has been no, you know, hockey-themed events as yet that I've seen, but... I only saw the one episode. Get on that rock. Come on, NBC, they have the NHL, so let's go. Come on, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is uh, Vince McMahon going to sue me now because I, I used the wrong word or something, name? I don't know. No, no. That's. I mean, okay. he actually was introduced on the show as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So that's, you know, I just used his full. I'm actually a little surprised that he's allowed to use The Rock. I mean, I know that's how people know him, but... I would assume the WWE has the license for that name. You know, I I assume they own that name unless they worked out some kind of deal where he has, you know, co-ownership of it or something. And another point I want to open up the can of worms actually is, isn't the corporation like Titan something or other that WWE is associated with? Yes, that that's, that's correct. Uh, WWE is owned by Titan Sports. So the name of this show that The Rock is on, I mean, come on, he's kind of really <laughs> pushing it there. Vince has to be making some money off of this. He has to. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, although I will say after the first round of the XFL, I don't know how quick Vince would be to jump into bed with NBC. Well, 
the XFL is coming back, my friend. It is coming back, but I don't think NBC is going to have anything to do with it. All right. <laughs> Circle of life. There you go. Oh, man, my voice is already cracking. It's going to be one of those shows, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Well, speaking of shows, we should probably get into it. It's been like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. So we wouldn't want to keep these good listeners waiting to find out what we're going to talk about tonight. So, uh, James, could I impose on you to please tell us what is on deck for this podcast? We'd be happy to, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All-Star Saturday night. For the first time in 17 years, the NHL All-Star game will be played on a Saturday night. And not just any Saturday night. 126 hat trick plus two. It's the great one's birthday, Eddie Van Halen's birthday, the Dukes of Hazard 40th anniversary, and the night of this year's All-Star Game in San Jose. If having too much fun is against the law, then I'll be seeing you all in the penalty box. And what the heck? An avid deck hockey player, HTD listener, and paisano named Reno Var brought it to our attention that there's a deck hockey tournament in Montreal on guess what day? Uh, Saturday? That's right. All right, yeah! January 26th, named after our podcast. Kind of. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. Thank you, American Rhino. Yeah, I forgot to uh, mention that I needed your help. I didn't the, know uh, there was uh, audience <laughs> participation in this week's on deck. I apologize. So, no, no, no. That was totally my fault. And, and you saved it as you always do. So excellent job there. Thank you. James, I've got to tell you. I know you better than this, but this is just where my mind goes. When you said, you know, if if having fun is a crime, I swear for a second, I expected you to say that I'll see you all in hell. Oh, no, no, this is, this is a family podcast. I know. I know it is. And I know you wouldn't say that, but that's just like for a second. I thought that's where you were going with that. Yeah. I don't know. By the way my life has been going, that's where I'm headed, but I'm not dragging everybody down with me. So I figured the penalty box was the nicest place to be for the sin bin. <laughs> no, no. that it, It's more thematically appropriate, if anything. But Yeah, you know, and, and I, I didn't know. want to say behind bars either, because I thought that was kind of negative and nasty. Well, so, we'll talk yeah. about gritty later. There we go. As always, you can expect <laughs> some gritty, but uh, not not yet. Between yeah. then and now, we have a lot of podcasts to get to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, any plans for the skills competition on Friday night and the game itself on Saturday? I do have plans on Friday night. They do not involve the skills competition in any way, shape, or form. Not because I am boycotting the skills competition, but because my daughter is going to be performing in her school's annual international night. So I will be there tonight as this podcast drops. Well, best of luck to your lovely daughter. Thank you. I will pass and, that uh, on. Thank you. Thank you. And that's an excellent excuse. So no sweat there. But uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised to when they announced the uh, All-Star Game. And, you know, you just assume that it's going to be on the same time as it has been in the last few years. That it's back on uh, Saturday night, the game itself. And that's on NBC, too, ladies and gentlemen. That's on the network at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And 9 o'clock Friday night on NBC Sports Network, the cable affiliate of NBC, that will be the skills competition, um, which I love. I think that's so much fun, and especially with the new breakdown of the all-star game as it is with the divisions and all that. It just really lets you see firsthand what insane athletes these NHL superstars are and, and the crazy things that they have them do, too. It's really defies 
physics and logic, but it's so much fun and everybody's always in smiles and it's lighthearted and usually there, there are kids involved and stuff. And so that, that, that's a lot of fun. So if you can't catch it live, I'm sure you can DVR it or they'll replay it on NBC Sportsnet. And I'm sure maybe even before the All-Star Game on NBC that maybe you could catch it again the, uh, on Saturday as well. Yeah, James, when is the last time the All-Star Game was on a Saturday? Because I can't remember that. Yeah, I was going by memory, actually, and that, that's a really bad thing, especially as a me usually being a defenseman and blocking shots. I have no memory at all, but... 1852. Uh, that's right. <laughs> what were we talking about? No. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the Rock's new show, I think, for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Titantron. No, yeah, um, so... Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, that's it exactly. Oh, uh, we'll be here all week. So, <laughs> so yeah, sorry, memory. You were going off of memory about when the last time the All-Star game was not on a Sunday. Yeah, I think in 2007, it was on a Wednesday night when it was in Dallas. I have no recollection of that at all. And then the last time that I remember it being on a Saturday night was in 1997 or 8. And uh, I believe 1997 was in San Jose, as a matter of fact. But yeah, since the early to late 90s, I believe it was on Saturday night. And then from then on, it was usually, you know, between the cancellations and the Olympics and stuff like that, it was on Sunday. So for me, and from research I've done, I'm pretty sure that the last time it was on a Saturday night was uh, in the late 90s. Why do we think that they did that, put it on a Saturday this year? Maybe so as not to conflict with the Pro Bowl? You know what? That's an excellent point that the, you're right. Uh, I haven't really paid attention to the NFL in a while. And um, I'm like the only person because it's such a juggernaut and extremely popular. So that would make the most sense that, uh, yes, they, they moved the Pro Bowl, at least in recent years, if, if I'm right. And forgive me if I'm a little incorrect over here, but they moved the Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl now because nobody cared about the Pro Bowl in the past. And it was a nice vacation for the football players and the NFL players and uh, their, their families to go to Hawaii in a nice, warm, beautiful environment and play a meaningless game of uh, All-Star. But uh, I guess to put a little bit more attention on it, the NFL decided to move it on the week or two before the Super Bowl. And that would make sense because obviously the, the teams playing in the Super Bowl, those players, if they were elected to the Pro Bowl, would not participate in the Pro Bowl. But that would make sense that the NHL would kind of shift so that they could have the spotlight to themselves. Plus, I'm really happy that it's on NBC and not NBCSN. As you were saying, that uh, the Rock's new show is on NBC. So uh, I know that they have that extremely popular show, uh, This Is Us. So this would be a nice little um, crown jewel for Saturday programming. I don't think that they have anything that I know of anyway. I don't really watch a lot of TV, believe it or not. I'm a radio guy. But on a Saturday night, so uh, that would just be great for the NHL to take the spotlight. If it's any consolation, James, I don't care about the Pro Bowl at all. Yeah, I don't really think anybody does. But if it does uh, whatever rating, if, if it gets 10 million viewers or whatever, that's still a considerable, I mean, we're not talking about football numbers in general, but you know, five, 10 million is still as a sports fan, you're probably putting it on. Exactly. I mean, even if you don't care, you have it on and at least it would be a distraction during the intermission or something for the all-star game of the NHL to tune out there. But you're right. Nobody really cares about the pro bowl, but when you're talking about millions of viewers and 
cutting it down to sports fans, uh, you're probably better off serving yourself in prime time when there's no competition out there for the NHL. So uh, hopefully it pays off for them. You know what I got to say regarding the NHL, if the referees were as bad in the conference finals for the NHL as they apparently were in the conference finals for the NFL, uh, I think there would be riots. So like, you know, we, we can at least take solace in the fact that as bad as we think that our referees can blow calls sometimes it rarely sinks to that depth of incompetence that was displayed last weekend one of my gripes with the nfl is the gambling associated with it and i don't understand how FanDuel and other gambling sites like that got through the legal loophole especially with people being addicted to gambling, whatever the case is. The NFL is, it, that's one of the reasons why it's so popular. And, and you even bring that into fantasy leagues where people win considerable amount of money in these fantasy leagues too. And with it being once a week and all that stuff. So I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if the refs are on the take or being threatened or whatever the case is. But uh, when it comes to everybody watching at once, I think that really puts a spotlight on it. And if there is some corruption or whatever, I'm, I'm just speculating here. I have no proof. I didn't even watch these games. So calm down, anybody out there who's getting upset. So this is all, again, just speculation. But I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. I'll just put it that way, that there's some shenanigans going on with the referees. Oh, come now, NFL. James. When has there ever been any bias shown towards Tom Brady? Oh, so it favored the Patriots, huh? Big surprise. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, this is not the NFL podcast. Although, I no. think you might find it interesting. A few days ago, we were in the car, my wife and daughter and I, and my daughter is eight, for, for those of you who may not recall. And so it came up that apparently one of her friend's fathers also has a podcast and his podcast is about fantasy football. So she, you know, she said, Oh, I'm, I think I want to get into fantasy football. And I said, there's no reason you should want to get into fantasy football. I said, look, if you do want to get into it for whatever reason, that's fine. And we'll support you, whatever you want to do. But there's really no good reason why you should. She said, no, I really want to do it. And I said, do you know what fantasy football is? She says, no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went on to proceed to explain to her what it was, you know, in a nutshell that people pick players from teams and assign point values to their exploits in games and whoever winds up with the most points on a spreadsheet wins. And she says, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said yes sweetheart that is fantasy football and that's why i said you didn't need to get into it i said why what did you think it was she said i thought it was people playing with unicorns in the woods <laughs> i said well you know that would be interesting but no that is not what fantasy football is oh your daughter's priceless i yeah. love her so much that is that is fantastic but how, that, how did we get onto my daughter's view of fantasy football from the nhl all-star game i remember because we were tying in that the officiating hopefully is never as horrible in the NHL as it is in the NFL. Yes, true. But, true fact. Uh, and, and, and yes, and just to, to put a cap on that too, I am aware of the Las Vegas Golden Knights playing in Las Vegas and uh, with FanDuel and all that stuff with the NHL and blah, blah, blah. And there is 
very popular, as a matter of fact, NHL Fantasy Hockey 2, which is a lot of fun, I find, because the, any time I've ever participated in the NHL and MLB fantasies is uh, was never for any money whatsoever. It was just simply for fun and bragging rights because of the two sports that I love so much and the players that I think I know so well, but never had to staying in last place and I never had to suffer any consequences other than being humiliated. So there you go. But uh, Getting back to the All-Star game, I think that the teams are well represented. Of course, as the case is, sometimes players can't play because of injuries or they need rest or whatever. So I think Ovechkin is, is not going to be there, nor is Price of the Canadians. But, you know, for the most part, you can't go wrong. And the Atlantic division is pretty stacked, of course. So we have some villains involved as Tavares made the all-star game again. So he has a big target on him in the Atlantic. And in the Metropolitan division, we have the Islanders, Rangers, and Devils very well represented in Matthew Barzell. The Islanders fantastic forward and rookie of the year well-deserved Palmieri of the Devils as a forward as well and of course in goal Mr. American Rhino if you wouldn't mind I am not in goal for the all-star game oh I I think you might be mistaken there oh um the other guy that's not uh, why I got the new blocker and glove oh okay darn it well yeah the the current Ranger goalie uh, Henrik Lundqvist will be (laughs) along with Holtby for the defending Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals. Hey, since I don't actually do any research for this show, Mm -hmm. maybe you can tell me, are they still doing the draft format for picking teams or is it down to actual divisions? It's divisions, yes. Ah, okay, great. You know, I I think the, the draft idea was a neat idea in theory, but I never really fully supported it. I always liked the idea of divisional play being just divisional play. So I'm glad they went back to that. Agreed. And I think the NHL feels the same way too. So going in the central, we got Chicago well represented again with Patrick Kane and does, does Colorado. Pat- oh, Sorry. Me. No, I was just curious when, when Patrick Kane makes his entrance to the all-star game, do flames shoot out of the goal posts? <laughs> oh, I think you'd have to ask permission of the undertaker and Kane maybe of, uh, I see where you're going there. I see where you're going there. Yeah. But, yeah uh, okay. Thank you. That Kane, <laughs> the undertaker's brother. Yes. Uh, I don't the, know the if, mayor if he's rela- of, uh, some Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> I don't know if he's related to that. Kane. I'd have to be a huge fan of his if he were though. He does have the attitude though. He's, he's gotten in trouble off the ice a few times. Patrick has, but, um, I can I, I can imagine him scoring a goal and telling the other team to suck it. And you know what? You come up with another excellent point that the Blackhawks colors are the same colors as Kane's with the black and the red. See, it all works. Oh, boy. <laughs> so be careful out there, all-star guys. And yes, for, for any, any WWE fans who may be listening, I know that Kane doesn't actually talk like that anymore. It hasn't for many, many years. I'm just, you know, for the sake of the bit. And, you know, James and I, I, I think our, our passion for it dates back to the, uh, the 90s. So the, 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 the halcyon salad days of the, the WWE knee F. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, so joining Kane the central a couple of jets in wheeler and shifley and uh in goal you got uh dubnik and renee pekka renee of, uh, of nashville then over in the pacific 
You got Johnny Hockey, of course, of the Calgary Flames and that great season that they're having over there. Hometown superhero Joe Pavelski and uh, Connor McDavid, obviously, of Edmonton. And then Drew Doughty and uh, Fleury in net, along with Gibson from Anaheim. All right. Sounds like a good roster. Yeah, really. You can't you can't go wrong. But I think everybody's looking forward to seeing the Metropolitan Division take on the Atlantic. And I think Islander fans are just chomping at the bit to get a little bit more revenge on John Tavares because I know that the island, the first place Islanders, by the way. Yes, and, I uh, heard they, that quite a lot this past week. Yeah, and they they have ranked up the uh, the top. 15 power rankings in the NHL as well. So good for them. And they have gotten the better of JT at least once. I know that I think they shut him out and I can't remember offhand if it was Barzell, but one of the Islanders scored a hat trick against the Leafs and shut them out too. So, you know, that's just one other little storyline to look to, but yeah, all-star game is always a lot of fun and and, uh, looking forward to it being back in San Jose. They've done such a great job in the past of hosting and there it goes. So Friday, Saturday night, we're uh, all ready to go with the NHL All-Star Game. All right. No disrespect to the Islander fans, by the way. I mean, I'm I'm happy for you that your team is in first place. I know after the years that you have had, especially recently, it's been a long time coming and you're proud of that. But like, it was all over my Facebook feed. Like... <laughs> Islander fans generally would not shut up about it. And, you know, at hockey this past weekend, I, I, I get, oh, we're in first. Yay. Good for you. Like, I mean, honestly, I get it. But, you know, act like you've been there, maybe. I mean, depending on how old the Islander fans in question are, maybe they haven't been there. But like, I don't know. It, it just it just seems excessive to me. Like, uh, yeah, prob- oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say when the Mets, when, when our beloved New York Mets, you know, do well and, and wind up in first place, which happens once in a while. I don't go crazy celebrating because it's the Mets. I don't expect it to last. Like, I know what's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah, there's always some catastrophic team injury where all the stars get hurt and everybody's down and whatever the case is. But spring training doesn't I, start for like you know, a few more weeks and I'm sure half the team is already, you know, preemptively hurt. There you go. So I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, can't really brag about our favorite team. So I guess that just kind of makes it hurt a little bit more. But, you know, we'll see how it goes for the rest of the season. And, um, you know, hooray for them. Yes. Good for you. (laughs) But hey, if uh, you're not into the all-star game and I can't imagine that you would not be Wayne Gretzky's birthday. He's going to turn 58 on Saturday, 126. Great. And See exactly right. Yeah, there you go. Well done, sir. Well done. And that always has to be mentioned. That um, was low hanging fruit. I really don't well, deserve to be congratulated for that. Hey, when there's an empty net, you got to go for the shot. So you still have to take the shot to put it in. Cause I have seen that where players have missed empty nets. So it's not a total guarantee. So oh, you, sure. You happens all the time. Yeah. So you deserve the, the tap of the stick nonetheless. Uh, so, yeah. So the, so the great one. And maybe that's another reason why they're doing the All-Star Game on Saturday night, the 26th. I'm sure not. But I, I mean, it is hockey night in Canada. Right. Right, right, right. So it just all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. As you may or may not know on this podcast, my favorite band, besides the Beatles, obviously, is Van Halen. I love Van Halen, and they are a go-to for me to get pumped up before playing deck hockey games. So the great, great, great Eddie Van Halen shares a birthday with the great, great, great one. So he will be turning 64 on uh, Saturday night. And I uh, can't believe that, but hey, God bless those guys. You know, hopefully they could stay forever young and, and be as creative and vital and incredible as ever and i would be 
wonderful to see a Van Halen reunion with Michael Anthony and uh, maybe even Sammy and Dave together. But, you know, uh, I'll, I'll just keep dreaming about that. I thought your favorite meantime, band was U2. I love U2 as well. Yes, I do. But uh, if I had to pick one and if my brother's listening to it's definitely Van Halen. Yeah, no, nothing gets my uh, blood pumping and the adrenaline flowing like the, the great VH. I mean, album to album, too. It's not even just a song or two. Just on a little tangent here, uh, Eddie Trunk, if you're familiar with the great Eddie Trunk on uh, locally in New York, he's on Q104 on Friday nights and Sirius XM. He has a uh, couple of shows and he's, he's fantastic. At the beginning of 2018 or in the middle of 2018, he had the great idea to do the top 20 Van Halen songs of all time. And I can't imagine my brother probably would have had a harder time picking which child he loves better. He has two children and obviously you can't pick one over the other. But that is an unbelievably impossible task. So I didn't even attempt to go over my top 20 Van Halen songs. I couldn't even narrow it down to the top 20 Van Halen albums and they don't even have 20 albums. So that's how much I love those guys and their music. And uh, so Eddie Van Halen, God bless. And even the, the equipment too, if you're, a, if you're a guitar player, he has fantastic gear, guitars and uh, replicas of his uh, very famous red, white and black striped guitar and the, the black and white one and the Bumblebee one for uh, Transformers fans too. He has the, the yellow and black one as well and amplifiers and everything. So really, really great, great stuff. So happy birthday, Eddie Van Halen. We still haven't and, seen that movie, by the way. Yeah, neither have I. Apologies. I don't, I, I don't get to the movies anymore. <laughs> But um, I heard it was great, the Bumblebee movie. And it's yeah. probably what you and I have been waiting our whole lives to see, too. <laughs> so, I mean, I yeah, partly I, I, I've heard that the Generation 1 Transformers stuff is only a very small part of the movie. So oh. there's not a lot of Optimus Prime and Soundwave and stuff that, you know, the, the stuff that you see in the commercials is, is, you know, not much less than what is actually in the movie. So still, it's nice to see. It's it's the Transformers movie that we deserved for all these okay. years. Well, I'm glad we saved uh, 20 bucks a pop or whatever it is to, to see a movie now. Oh, I still want to see it, but... Yeah, well, it comes out on Netflix or HBO or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. No sweat. <laughs> and, uh, and finally, yes, to, to round things out for the 26th is that it's the 40th anniversary of the premiere of the Dukes of Hazard, And, you know, I just turned 40 last year and I didn't really comprehend that. But my favorite TV show of all time turning 40, that's much more sobering for whatever reason. I can't believe it. That's uh, that, that's unbelievable to me. But there you go. So I'm a child of the 80s and, and I am proud of that, even though the show premiered in 79 but still hmm. all right well yeah yep, i don't yep. i don't have anything clever to transition there i'm sorry but i will be celebrating with because yeah i'll be listening to van halen i'll be watching uh, wayne gretzky highlights and wearing my general lee jersey and then waiting for the all-star game so that that's what i'm planning on doing this saturday it's the most wonderful time of the year excellent point because speaking of unbelievable how christmas was a month ago yeah it's is, uh, exactly a month as this podcast drops yeah i don't believe that and and this is a way for me to get over the christmas blues because after christmas is over i always get depressed no matter what and it never fails but me too um yeah, sure. You know, I, I got rid of the last vestiges of Christmas today, at least outside of my house. I took down the lights and holly that I had strung on my gazebo. Well, not my gazebo, the gazebo in my in the courtyard of my housing complex. And I finally uh, I, I 
took the wreath off my door and that one really hurt yeah but i had valentine's day lights in the windows so it didn't really work plus my co-op development has a rule that decorations must be down a month after the holiday so you know it was time it was time but it didn't make it hurt any less exactly so uh thank you nhl for giving us something to look forward to and bring our spirits back up yes Yes, thank you. What am I going to be doing? Oh, I have a family party tomorrow. That's right. That's why. I, well, tomorrow as this podcast drops. That's what, that's what I'll be doing on Saturday. Although, I uh, probably won't be all day. So by the evening, maybe I'll be home in time to watch some hockey. We'll see. That would be nice. Excellent. And if you find yourself up in Montreal. I don't expect to, but the listener might. There's a great hockey tournament going on. Yes. Yeah. This this is a neat one. So let's, let's hear all about this one, James. This one kind of came out of nowhere for us. And it's honestly, this is an example of how much we appreciate our listeners' engagement with this podcast. If you would like to tell us about a special event that you're having, or if you would like to, you know, uh, offer your opinion on something or... Or, you know, if you think that you have something to contribute more directly by, like, say, an interview, if you have a compelling hockey story that you'd like to share with us, you know, reach out to us. Let us know at hitthedeck at gmail.com or reach out to us at hitthedeckpod or on our Facebook page at hitthedeck. And, you know, we'd be happy to engage with you because that's what happened with podcast listener Reno Var, who has a cool tournament going on up in Montreal, yes? Yeah, and the thing that really struck me was the name of the tournament, which Reno is hosting. Which is? Hit the deck. The deck, you say? <laughs> that's true. And, uh, but yes, as, as the American Rhino always does, he invites the dear listener to uh, reach out to us and, and he gives us all the various ways as he just did again. And Reno took us up on that and we really very much appreciate that. And it's always great to meet another great deck hockey friend and uh, brother or sister in this small world. And the best way to do that is just through Facebook and as again, as Gary has, uh, has told us to do. So that's what Reno did. He sent us the little flyer and it's known as Hit the Deck. And uh, it's up in Montreal in his Deck Hockey League. And it's a four on four division. And let's see, it goes from, I believe, 8.30 in the morning till 6 p.m. roughly. And they have a beautiful rink. He, uh, Reno even sent us some links to footage. And if you're curious about the tournament or Reno's league called the VAR Hockey League, he's on Facebook and we'll definitely put links to that for you to check out yourself. And uh, yeah, it's, it looks like a really beautiful rink. I don't think it's, from the looks of it, it looks kind of narrow. So I don't think it's ice specifications or NHL specifications, but it is a considerable rink and it's strictly deck hockey too. I do see that there's some basketball markings on there, but uh, the surface looks so smooth and, and quick and fun and definitely worth looking into. So if you find yourself in Montreal or if, uh, they'll be live streaming the event as well. So I definitely want to see if I could check that out, squeeze it in a very busy, fun day though. And again, we just really appreciate Reno reaching out and letting us know. And not only that, with their tournament coming up this Saturday at the recording of this podcast tomorrow, the 26th, he also will be hosting the International Cup Tournament, and that will be on the weekend of April 26th and 27th this year. And he's looking for a team to represent the USA. So, Lou, Kevin, and Jeremy, and anybody in the LIQ, if you gentlemen are interested, we will definitely try and hook that up. Yeah, so, uh, I, well, yeah, it, it, it won't be the LIQ, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
tell you that right now. I think my passport is still good, but I'm not planning on going up to Canada anytime soon. I have things to do this weekend, so it's just simply out of the question. But um, I will say this, from the American Rhino to the Canadian Reno, bon chance, mon ami, and merci for reaching out to us and letting us know about this great tournament. Well said, sir. I love that. <laughs> Well done. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try and check that out. We'll Again, we'll put links up to the tournament, and you can check it out on Facebook. And also, we'll keep you posted on the International Cup coming up in April as well. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you, Reno, for reaching out. And hopefully we could have him on the podcast, too. Maybe he can tell us all about what's going on and, and his experience, and uh, just as Kevin and, and Lou and Jeremy have. And uh, anybody else out there, you know, that, that's what this podcast is all about. So deck hockey is a wonderful game and wonderful people. So there's a great example of that. Yep. And James, before we move on to our last segment of the show, I just want to throw in one quick rebound shot because it's something that I think about from time to time. And really, there's been no traction on it. But uh, you may recall, you, James, and you, the listener, may recall that maybe a little over a year ago, we featured a story, a brief story on the podcast about a virtual reality game from uh, Hailstone Games called Goalie VR. And I lamented that I needed to get a virtual reality system of some sort so I could play this. Well, I have a PlayStation VR and have for uh, about, you know, six or seven months now. And I- I'm still waiting. They they were supposed to drop this game. They announced in, I think, April that they were going to release this game for PlayStation VR, and there has been no traction on it whatsoever since then. So, Hailstone Games, get on it, man. Come on. The American Rhino wants to play some virtual goalie. You know, I, I want to play goal in my living room. You know, so please, I beg you, get on that. I beseech you. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's just a little rebound shot there from me. And I guess, you know, we would be remiss were we to let this podcast go by without finishing up with our, our favorite recurring segment, which is, of course, This Week in Gritty. This Week in Gritty. So what has Gritty been up to this week? Well... Um, you know, not all that much because he has been preparing for his journey to the all-star game. And so he, he did post on his Twitter, a list of things that he was packing or <laughs> Gritty's going to the all-star game and he's packing. Let me tell you, uh, it, it was a, it was a mix of normal things like the, you know, his underwear. He specified the clean pair and or, or the okay. good pair, I think he's, he's put. And, uh, you know, like AirPods, which I think he was trying to get some kind of advertising uh, sponsorship deal for, you know, like your toothbrush and hockey stuff, skates and helmet and what have you. He also decided, said he had to bring rope for some reason, which yeah. uh, like, I, I don't know, man. Somebody on SB Nation speculated that perhaps Gritty is uh, planning a murder. Which, I mean, one hopes that is not the case, but with Gritty, eh, you never know. Nothing is off the table. And I think he might be able to get away with it, too, because I learned this. I I learned two things, and and I will get back to the All-Star game in a minute. But there were two other things that I learned about Gritty in my research of of what he's done this week. So in an article by the the Washington Post, I learned two things, as I said. One, one One is rather horrifying. Well, they're both kind of horrifying. One is that fans are are now cosplaying as Gritty. Oh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> Flyers, Flyers fans are now cosplaying as Gritty, which is um, disturbing. And the other is that Gritty, you, you may not, you may find this hard to believe. Gritty actually has a security detail that follows him around the Wells Fargo Center. And not only does he have a security detail, but they apparently look the other way and decide not to intervene when he does things such as he did this week, which include leaping over the railings in the stands and tackling random fans in the concourse. I, I, don't, I don't like the fans need the security detail, not gritty. No, really. Uh, we've, we've been warning the flyers and, and gritty that, you're really pushing it. I mean, you're, you're you're just dying to get a lawsuit of some sort. You could really hurt somebody. Or, holy mackerel. So, uh, you know, one, one of the places perhaps the security detail will be needed is at the All-Star Game this weekend, which we discussed in some detail earlier, but we did not discuss the mascot portion of the festivities. Now, the James... what. Uh, Help me out here. What what was it called? The mascot, not the mascot roundup, which sounds silly. What is the uh the, like the basically the mascot equivalent of the skills competition? <laughs> I like that actually. The, it's Yeehaw! actually called the the 2019 NHL mascot showdown. Mascot showdown. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> Although you know, I could see gritty. Maybe that's why he needed the rope so he could tie up the other mascots. So they wouldn't pose a challenge to him and he could sweep the competition. I don't know, man. I mean, there's a devil, there's a, there's a shark, there's an eagle, there's a lion, there's a bear, there's a lynx. I wouldn't mess around with these guys. Mascot shark. Mascot shark. Mascot shark. Mascot shark. All right. <laughs> it's a, I, uh, I'm sorry. My daughter likes to do those things. So uh, that's 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 where that comes from. I apologize. So this you said there uh, you you told me you informed me, James, as you do with so many things for this podcast off air. This includes a scavenger hunt, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so and I'm getting this information from the NHL itself, mm -hmm. the uh, NHL.com. And we can definitely put up the uh, info for you as well. Pass that along if you don't know already. But at the recording of this podcast, it begins. So Thursday night, January 24th at eight o'clock. I'm assuming that would be Pacific time because it's in San Jose. There's a scavenger hunt and a dodgeball competition. And that's just between, as far as I know, the uh, mascots. And, and this is all, I don't think any of this is going to be televised. I'm sure maybe somebody will have footage of it somewhere by illegally using a phone or whatever the case is. But this is for all fans to see live and, and have tickets for as part of the all-star festivities, which just really adds on to the excitement and the fun and uh, the overwhelming part of the entire all-star game. So uh, maybe even people that can't get tickets to the game itself, you can still have fun and be there and check it out. And this is one way to do so. Then Friday night, the uh, January 25th at seven o'clock, there's a dance competition. Oh, so boy. I do hope that there is footage of that. I want to see some of the moves of. Uh, do you really? No. You, you know, you know what what it's going to be like, James. The only thing I'm hoping is that Gritty breaks out. When he wiped out on the ice in his debut. That was the best move I've ever seen. And by the way, a mascot dance competition is the best <laughs> argument I've heard yet for why the Rangers do not have a mascot. Well done, sir. Uh, and, and just before we move on, 
Can I just ask for the scavenger hunt? Do we know, are the mascots scavenging for the remains of Gritty's victims? Is that what they're looking for? That's a great suggestion. I don't know. I mean, you know, somebody should inform those poor people's families. So I I think they'd be doing a public service, if anything. True. Either that or they'd be scavenging for lawyers and police officers to, to get Gritty off the streets. Why do you think this isn't televised, James? Ah, always thinking, American Rhino. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, no witnesses. (laughs) So then on Saturday, there are two events for the mascots. Well, actually three. There is the... They don't don't uh, get the week off. They are working. Every every mascot's working for the weekend. So 12 noon local time on the 26th, of course, there's a musical chairs competition and... The American Rhino will appreciate this, a broom ball game. Hey, so kind of awesome. like deck hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's awesome. That's actually legitimately cool. And that's not going to be televised? I don't know. It, it doesn't look like it's going to be. I that's, think that's too just bad. Pro- we'll probably yeah. see highlights during the games. I certainly hope so, because that's something I'm interested in. So, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll uh, try and follow it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the case is and uh, see maybe fans with their own footage. But that would be fun to watch. I don't know if you heard that crack just now, by the way. That was my knee. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that. That's why I wear braces. God bless you, sir. It's a living. Actually, it's not a living because I don't get paid to play hockey, nor nor should anybody pay me to play hockey. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not a living. It's a hobby. It's a, So, really, that thing that I just said was completely pointless, and I apologize. It's a passion, and you're good at it. So there, it is, Yeah, it is that. There. I will give you the passion part. I don't know so much about the other thing. Any deck hockey, ball hockey fan would agree 100%. Yeah. And then later on in the afternoon on the 26th, there will be ice hockey. So that is located at the SAP Center itself. Uh, I don't think I want to see footage of that. I don't know if that's with celebrities because they usually do some celebrity stuff Mm -hmm. too with the mascots or if that's whatever. But uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. And then on Sunday at 1 o'clock, there are relay races. And then later on at 2 o'clock, there's the MVP award and NHL mascot showdown trophy presentation. Wow. The mascots are doing more than the actual players at this all-star game. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. So I don't know if that means that the MVP award and the showdown trophy presentation goes to just one mascot if they're keeping score of all of these competitive things that they're doing. That That's that's very interesting. I did not know all that. Thank you for sharing that, James. My pleasure. And thanks to the NHL.com for supplying all of that. And actually, there is one final thing for, for Gritty for uh, before we end this. And that is Gritty's plans for after the all-star game so james i I don't know if you want to make this a segment next week or you know in the future but or if you even know about this but um so apparently a week from this coming wednesday wednesday february 6th in washington dc there is going to be a bipartisan congressional hockey caucus (laughs) what yes the bipartisan congressional hockey caucus is going to be briefed by representatives from the NHL about how hockey supports increased interest in and access to STEM science, technology, engineering, and math. And you know how that fuels career exploration among fifth to eighth grade students. And supposedly gritty is going to, I don't know, 
participate in this somehow, or at least uh, there was a tweet alluding to that fact. Uh, I, I think the last creature that should be there for something important like that is gritty. But study well, hard, kids, or this is what happens. There you go. Very well said. <laughs> okay, now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you know, speaking of that article that I read earlier from the Washington Post about Gritty, like, you know, Philadelphia has fully gone all in on Gritty. They, they, you know, they've embraced him. And it just speaks to the mindset of the the Flyers fans and the Philadelphians in general that, uh, like, basically, I think the owner of the Flyers and I... I don't have the article open, so I apologize if I'm misrepresenting who said this, but I, I think it was the Flyers owner or at least somebody in their front office that said that, speaking about Gritty, that he represents Philadelphia in in that, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, you know, where <laughs> we may be ugly, we may smell, we may be awful, but you come after us, we'll come after you hard. We'll put you down hard. Whatever happened to the city of brotherly love? I don't know, dude. Like, but that's, that is apparently the, the Philadelphian attitude. We know we're awful, but we can take you. Oh, goodness gracious. Like, I don't get it, but, uh, anyway, that's, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess, I guess that explains a lot. And I, I think that's as good a place to end it. So that has been This Week in Gritty. This Week in Gritty. And that is also a good place, I think, to end this podcast. So yeah, <laughs> how do we keep doing this, James? Another full podcast for your, let's say, enjoyment. And, uh, you know, so... We are we are pleased that you have opted to join us for another podcast. So let's bring it home in the traditional manner. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pops. And we would like to thank you, Pops, for being the voice of this podcast. We would like to thank Anthony Sajazi for providing us with music, the LIQ with sound effects, Reno Var for providing us with the information about your tournament up in Montreal. And of course, you, dear listener, for listening to this Hit the Deck podcast. Without you, there is no us, as we tell you so frequently. And if you would like to continue to support us, we will be greedy and ask you to do so by subscribing to our podcast on various and sundry outlets, Podbean or Stitcher or iTunes, of course. If you are on iTunes, if you're an iTunes user, we would really, really, really benefit from you giving us a rating. We would prefer it to be, you know, a higher rating, obviously, but we're not going to tell you to do a five-star rating like some other podcasts because we value you and we want you to be honest. And, uh, you know, we, we, we think that your rating of us should be a valid reflection of the podcast. So, you know, we would appreciate any rating that you gave us. So we would also appreciate it if you could subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you would like to reach out to us for some reason, communicate with us like Reno and, uh, you know, get with this <laughs> as it were. Please feel free to email us at hit the deck. Deck is spelled D E K. Hit the deck at gmail.com. We are hit the deck pod on Twitter. We are at hit the deck on Facebook and, you know, Instagram. And, you know, we can be found, as I said, on YouTube. We are hit the deck podcast there. James, is there anything you'd care to add here at the end of the podcast? Yes. Thank you, sir. Of course. If you're looking for places to play deck, please check out the Columbus Deck Hockey Association, the Charlotte Street Hockey League, the Raleigh Street Hockey League. 
the VAR Hockey League, and our own LIQ. Thank you, James. Thank you, sir. Oh, my sincere pleasure. And I will thank you, dear listener, to remember, as always, that whether you are enjoying the best hockey players in the world competing for the fun of the game or enjoying a day which happens to celebrate many, many different people and things that are great and bring us such enjoyment, whether you are telling us about this great tournament that you engineered yourself or whether you are bringing your own personal brand of terror to all the other markets in the country regardless of what you happen to be doing i would urge you always to remember it's deck hockey don't be that guy thanks everybody insert wwe joke whenever you feel fit i'm way ahead of you